Welcome, traveler, to Folk Recovery, Julian Taylor. And here is Julian's story. Welcome. I'm Julian Taylor, and this is my journey on folk recovery. I am folk because I believe in love and kindness. And I write music for the most part that is based on those elements. I also write music that is based in the natural world and, and uh, nature is a big uh, part of my art. And uh, I've been going to open stages and performing music and writing songs for most of my life. Um, let's see, half of it at least. Just a tiny bit more than half of it, actually, now that I'm doing all the math in my head. But uh, folk music, I think folk music is for the people. And um, I'd like to think of myself as a person. I found folk through many different elements. Uh, I guess there goes that, that word again, but I think it's such an important thing. Um, and when I was really young, I played the piano. And uh, I was learning how to play classical piano. That's what my dad plays. And I wasn't really that interested in it, um, even though I did recitals and things like that. What I was really interested in was music from uh, jazz musicians and blues musicians, primarily at that particular point in my life. And that was mostly because my family, you know, would listen to that kind of stuff. My mom's generation would be, I guess, the Motown generation and the Stax records generation. But before that, you know, uh, Blue Note and the Verve recordings and, and certainly a lot of the older blues stuff, boogie woogie piano, things like that. And uh, my grandfather would listen to. And I found that rather intriguing. And I believed at that point in time that folk music uh, would best be described for me as rural uh, blues rather than city blues. Uh, that's how it was explained to me at the time. So anything from, you know, um, Robert Johnson to Elizabeth Cotton, things like that were certainly the first influences that I had as, a, as a, an artist trying to make my way in the world as a and I never looked at myself as a folk artist it's it's even hard to do that today um, because folk music is such a, a an array of, of what we uh, listen to I think the country music falls under it uh, singer songwriter genre falls under it and uh, I got into some of that stuff as well some of the singer songwriters that really influenced me uh, I remember when my mom gave me a tape from Jim Crochet I thought that was wild i'd never heard stories like that like uh bad bad leroy brown and you don't mess around with jim even though they're, they're quite up tempo numbers the lyrics and the story that he was telling was was so interesting to me you know you almost got lost in in that world so he would have been one of the first singer songwriters that i was really into uh richie havens would be another bob dylan would be another uh Odetta would be another Joan Elmer Treading would be another that I got into James Taylor Simon and Garfunkel as well I mean Paul Simon's a, a wonderful writer um and I, I I so his stuff um made a lot of sense to me as well Willie Nelson would be another that made a lot of sense to me at the time 
and all obviously all the blues guys like Muddy Waters, uh, Howling Wolf, Big Mama Thornton. Uh, I've mentioned uh, some of the others already. Uh, even what's his name? Taj Mahal was a huge influence on me as well. And then, um, so that's where I started. I mean, I, I played acoustic guitar because I realized that I couldn't take a piano to a, a, a campfire. And um, my dad and my mom were like, well, he likes guitar. And I taught myself how to play guitar at first. And then they were, you know, willing to help with some lessons here and there. But I played both electric guitar and acoustic guitar at the same time, basically. Um, certainly started with an acoustic guitar that my cousin Ronke gave to me. Um, I borrowed it and never gave it back. So maybe she gave it to me and maybe not. I don't know. But uh, it's still in the family. And I was just, I just was really interested in that kind of thing. J.J. Kale was another one that uh, interested me um, in a big way. So yeah, I don't think it was ever folk music. I always thought that it was blues music, actually. Oddly enough, it never occurred to me that it was folk music until later. So I looked at it as folklore. I see folk recovery in Canada as a reclaiming of the art form itself from the people that I personally believe uh, had a very large uh contribution in the creation of it so i believe that the indigenous people of turtle island and the african people that were brought here uh had a lot to do with folk music and here is why i say that these particular cultures are oral traditions in type and in, in, in terms of learning the stories um, and communicating those stories, those allegories, those lessons uh, to the next generation and so on and so forth. We are uh, a group of people that um, didn't really have uh, the benefit of having uh, things put to pencil and paper and typed out in the written word. I believe that folk music and folk in general is, like I said in the beginning, for the people that teaches um, about oppression, that also teaches us about love and kindness and how to move forward in the world. And uh, it would be a shame uh, to not have it documented which is wonderful you're doing a great job at this uh to explain to people that that's where the origins of this comes from and that's my belief not everybody will agree with me like i said most people don't so <laughs> but it's really uh, uh reclaiming uh, right now and and i'm so uh honored and, and and grateful and privileged to be even just a little part of that my final share with you traveler is i believe that we have a job to do here i believe that i was put on planet earth 
for a reason and that everybody here was put on this planet for a reason and that our journey is really about trying to communicate with the other people that are here in a love loving loving and kind way an accepting uh way um for example i i do identify as an afro-indigenous person but before i identify with being that i identify with being a soulful person first and foremost i believe that uh, every bit of the work that i put into on a daily basis isn't about trying to overcome other people but rather to try to embrace them in the best possible way that i can I believe that uh, we all sing one song. There are just different versions of it. It's like everybody's got their own remix version of the one song, and that's the love song that we're trying to share with each other. And uh, because of that, that belief, I, I, I have faith that uh, artists out there that are creating work and telling their stories are the people in this world that are so needed in terms of social, economical, political change, um, because we are documenting what we are seeing and what we are feeling. And not everybody has the ability to document and uh, observe and then in turn channel those ideas and feelings into something that you can understand and like i said before i'm just very grateful that i've been able to do that with part of my life there's a whole other part of my life that is different from that and for uh you know anybody who is willing to listen i'm willing to listen to because that's one of my favorite things to do and I just hope that the next generation uh, certainly listens because we've gotten ourselves into a space where things are fast, moving fast. We are watching things move fast. And we need to just sort of take a little step back and listen a little bit more. So I'm, I'm very happy to be able to even have a voice, you know, let alone hands that can play the guitar and legs that can walk out of bed i'm very grateful for that they won't always be able to do that and i know that but what i also know is that any idea that i've had and that i've put down will last forever and so i want other people to know that their ideas and their their uh the things that are important to them they last forever too we are all everlasting Thank you, Traveler, for joining us on this Folk Recovery Oral History production created by guest storytellers with contributions from Gaytree Killings, ASL performer and advisor, Joni Narita, folk community advisor and sound producer, Karen Young, technical producer, Stephanie Williams, assistant producer, Alyssa Matthews, station manager at CJRU 1280 AM, Allison Skirm, 
Special Collections, and Liaison Librarian at Toronto Metropolitan University Libraries. Heather Hewitt, Folk Recovery Logo Designer, as well as Senior Artwork Specialist and Yogi. And special thanks to our friends, family, and community supporters, and to our funder, the Ontario Arts Council. I am Kijo Buchanan, narrator and executive producer. Ashay.